0: For Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Live from the legendary Sports 56 studios at Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis. Here's your host, Kevin Cerrito.
1: Greetings and salutations. We are live from high atop Mount Moriah. Welcome to uh, the show. It's been 445 days since the trolley stopped running in downtown Memphis, Tennessee. It's been 143 days since Rendezvous Barbecue Nachos were replaced at AutoZone Park, and we are just five days away from the start of the college football season. So we will be talking a lot about the start of the college football season today. we got an action-packed edition of the program a special three-hour edition of the show. We have a three-hour edition of the program. We're off next week for Labor Day weekend. At this time next week, the Old Miss Rebels will be kicking off their 2015 college football season right here on Sports 56 and 87.7 them. So we've got Labor Day weekend off next week. We're going to have a three-hour show today to make up for some of it, including an in hour number three, talking uh, our buddy Dustin Starr will be back with us as we recap what has been an unbelievable week in professional wrestling. Uh, from SummerSlam to Monday Night Raw, we'll talk with him and Andrew Goldstein about wrestle not the wrestling action from the week. SummerSlam, the WrestleMania of the summer. The match that was too big for WrestleMania. Also coming up, uh, we'll talk to Dustin about uh, my Pro Wrestling Trivia Night, which is coming back uh, to the Green Beetle on September the 10th. And we've got Roundhouse Revival 2 happening at the Mid-South Coliseum, uh, which, of course, if you remember Roundhouse Revival 1 was the big event at the Coliseum with Jerry Lawler. Dundee wrestled against the Coliseum Crushers. They're doing another event at the Mid-South Coliseum uh, right before Election Day, the Sunday after Best Memphis Burger Fest. It's going to be a big weekend uh, in October, the first weekend of October. So Dustin's got a special announcement about that. Uh, we will talk about... Uh, what happened this week in the world of wrestling. we also, uh, finally, we've gone all, the whole summer without talking about anything to do with uh, the television show, my favorite television show, Big Brother. Um, but uh, we will talk about it for a minute today because one of the contestants still alive on the show, uh, they're down to uh, getting towards the end, the top eight of the program. One of them still on the show is a professional wrestler who claims uh, to have some that he was under contract with WWE. Dustin has done his research, and he will we will try to figure out what Austin... Austin on Big Brother what his his history here is on on Big Brother of course our show has a, a rich Big Brother history that show the big this show of course we've had uh Frank uh, Team Frank from a couple years ago Frank from Memphis on the show his dad Psycho Sid vicious would be on our show almost every week that summer uh talking about his son on Big Brother uh, it's crazy though wrestling connections that the show Uh, Big Brother has. So that's our special hour number three and hour two. We're playing Hang Up and Listen at noon, and Greg Akers joins us as he does every month. We're going to cast Paxton Lynch in a movie. The Commercial Appeal tried to steal our gimmick, and they asked Paxton Lynch who would play him in a movie, and we're like, whoa, slow your roll. We've been doing this uh, for a long time on Saturdays. We are the ones who get to cast sports stars in a movie, and today we will cast Paxton Lynch because Paxton Lynch, he gave some interesting answers in his CA interview But uh, I don't think any of those people would play him in a movie. We will cast Paxton Lynch, the quarterback of your University of Memphis Tigers, in a movie. And Greg will tell us why Nashville sucks and uh, what he's been watching recently on television. Hang Up and Listen. The prize for Hang Up and Listen is pretty cool. The Delta Fair starts next week. We got a pair of tickets to the Delta Fair, which will have a wrestling edit. Uh, fair warning is the wrestling event happening at the Delta Fair, two days at the Delta Fair, Saturday and Sunday, and it'll be inside of the Agra Center, too, so it's inside um, at the fair, you can see wrestling action, we got a pair of tickets, it'll get you into the fair and into the wrestling this is our prize, at hang up and listen CJ's got some college football stats he's going to talk about, Kevin Leip's going to stop back uh, by with us to talk about Grizzlies night at AutoZone Park, and the regional caravan that our Memphis Grizzlies are doing, but first we start every week with the trending Topics And let's do that now. Trending topics. CJ's voice sounds a little different. We're going to go to Marcus Hunter. Mr. Sweet Tea, Mr. Jackson, Mississippi joins us now. What's up, Hunter boy?
2: I was wondering if you had forgotten to introduce me.
1: Why were you wondering that?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Is, I mean, because it was so different. You just went to trending topics, which you never kind of do. You normally say... I say you, then... You normally turn it introduced up. me, yes, didn't go the to trending topics and this time. It was just trending topics. And I was like, hey, I'm actually on the phone this time.
1: <laughs> well, I'm overwhelmed with excitement because it is the college football season. It is upon us for less than five days. Because I was thinking, like, I come in, I'm like, we're a week away. But really, we're less than five days away, if you count those mediocre Thursday nights. Games Which we do count, because we're going to watch those Thursday night games. Michigan-Utah is mediocre? Are you serious? We're going to count those Thursday night games like it's something. That game's on Thursday night? Is it on ESPN? No, it's on Fox. Okay, it's so that's, on Fox. That's why, because I was looking, because I do trivia, uh, you know, on Thursday nights at the Green Beetle. I'm like, all right, we're a week away, so I'm telling everybody at trivia, I'm like, next week college football is going to be here. We uh, are going to have a bonus point for trivia in relation to the football games. Here's what's next week's slate looks like. But I went to the ESPN website. I guess that was my mistake because they like to give a little. They like to give you schedules and information through the ESPN glasses, where they don't. They don't tell you the whole thing. They only tell you what they're showing. Their games are lousy. So you're saying Utah-Michigan is, um, I mean, it's an okay game. That's still not the greatest game ever, CJ, but it's an okay game. Are you game. serious?
3: Jim Harbaugh's first game back in college coaching one of the best, that's, if not the best, college football program in the nation? Wait, whoa, whoa, Utah coaching
1: against one? What are you? I'm confused by all of this. because. Uh, but no, Jim Harbaugh, that's going to be good. That's going to be good. That's going to be fun. Hey, I'm saying you don't. You're you keep interrupting me, CJ. But I'm saying every game is going to be awesome on Thursday, even though on paper, outside of certain people coaching returns and stuff like that, it doesn't look uh, that's exciting. There's no old Miss Vanderbilt on Thursday night. That's what I'm trying to say.
3: I, I think the SEC has a game on Thursday. Let me check and make sure
1: they do. But um, all right, Marcus. So let's get into it. let's get to our first trending topic.
3: All
2: right.
1: Uh, And that is the college football season. It is here. The uh, college football season is upon us, which means we've got to make some predictions. We've got to look at the schedules. We've got to figure out where uh, this journey is going to take us here over the next few months. And um, it's exciting. So I guess we'll start with our Memphis uh, Tigers right here in Memphis, Tennessee, which will kick off next Saturday at uh, Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium against Missouri State. Let me pull out my... uh, Pocket schedule. I got a pocket schedule for this for this one. I would. Well, here's the problem with pocket schedules now, especially in college football, is that they never have the times on it. So really, like it's you know they only play a handful of games and there's no time. So you I guess you could write the times next to it on your own pocket schedule. All right. So here's the tiger schedule. Let's find out how the tigers are going to do. Uh, It's a big year, of course, for Justin Fuente. He's playing for the Illinois coaching job now. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, no, you're not kidding. I'm not kidding. you think he's, Illinois,
2: he's probably playing for another co- He's coaching for another coaching job next year.
1: Right. Right. Well, a, a strong possibility he may. Not, he, this may be the last year of Justin Fuente. But and that's so Memphis fans are in a unique spot. Uh, but I, who knows? It's not the Illinois job. We know the Illinois job's the first one open. Would you leave Memphis to go coach Illinois, Marcus?
2: Uh, no, that's a, because you that's, can get a better opportunity than Illinois.
1: If you're yeah, if you're as good as you think you are, you can get a yeah. better opportunity than Illinois. But not saying that Illinois would not be a, a, a better place to go. it would be a step
2: up. Yeah.
1: But it's really be, it would be very it's difficult to win there as well. Exactly. So you don't want to go from a hard to win place to another hard to win place. In unless, a power five conference, though, unless you're. If it's a hard-to-win play, that's like saying go to Kansas. I don't think Fuente goes to Kansas. I don't think he goes to Illinois. That As long as he can keep winning and these companies can keep winning, which I think we are all on grants, right, Marcus? I mean, we think Fuente is going to keep winning at Memphis. Will he have as good a year as last year? Who knows, but he's going to keep winning.
2: I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen. I think he's going to keep winning. I think Vanderbilt is going to have another crappy year, and Justin Fuente is going to take over for another coach after only two seasons. I think Vanderbilt could get rid of their coach after this year if he has a crappy year, and Justin Fuente will be ripe for that job in the SEC.
1: Yeah, I mean that's and that's the type of job you want to take. You want to take if you're if you're going to go to a school that's hard to win at, you want to be a hard to win school in the SEC.
2: Exactly. Because hey, mediocre success at Vanderbilt would be fantastic for Justin Fuente,
1: right? And and so uh, yeah, so I I think that I'm I'm down with that. I I, I but who knows if Vanderbilt definitely looks like they're going to have to end up replacing a coach and their social media person. There's a lot of people that need to be replaced over at, at Vanderbilt. But uh, all right, so Memphis, Memphis Tigers this year. Let's start with, with game one and at home against Missouri State. This team not. Um, it's not an Austin P cupcake, and even we know what Fuente did in his first game ever as a Tiger coach, but uh, we're we're penciling that one in for a win, obviously, right? We're going yeah. for a W for that one. Then they got to travel. The Tigers are traveling to Kansas on the road in Week Two, and I got to say, Kansas is not that good either. If you look at their, they've won no. like three games max every year since two thousand nine. So you're, you're looking at another another Tiger victory. Uh, Right, yeah. September nineteenth at Bowling Green. Bowling Green could have the potential, right, for for an upset. What do we know about Bowling Green?
2: Uh, Bowling Green is traditionally a pretty uh, tough, um, you know, team. You know, they're you know one of those teams like the Meath Bowl kind of every year. I mean, they're in there in, in, a, in a bowl game, so they're going to be a tough opponent. I mean, they're not like taking on. Uh, let's say Tennessee or anything like that But they are a formidable opponent And I think they could give Memphis some problems And that game is on the road After a tough on the road game At Kansas So it's going to be One of those chop games for Memphis That they could slip up and lose And it's before their first you know AAC game
1: Right, I'm going to give them a W for that one though I think it's, it's, it's tricky because you're looking at it Because it's on the road, right? Yeah It's on the road uh, it's the game that that replace the MTSU Arkansas State uh games on the schedule. It's, it's not a better game. Okay, so it is a better game. You think it's a better game. I don't oh, know.
2: Yes. I I like well, not MTSU because MTSU is an in-state rival, but it's Arkansas State than
1: Arkansas State. Arkansas State's a regional rival that has been owning that yeah. series, but I mean, Arkansas State is a regional rival, they're right across the bridge over there.
2: Yeah, so, they are, but I, but you know, I, in, the, in the football world, more people respect Bowling Green than they do Arkansas State.
1: Okay, maybe that's fair, but uh, Arkansas State had a pretty good streak of good coaches there for for a second. They did.
2: You, you, you're right, they did in uh, some very close to being undefeated seasons. I think they may have gone undefeated. But one it year. wasn't.
1: It wasn't too long ago that Memphis had both MTSU and Arkansas State on the schedule, and I'm not a proponent for that. They need to pick one no. of those two, and, and put them on there as your regional uh, little brother who will beat you every three years on the schedule. Right? Uh, they don't need exactly. to have both of them on there. Uh,
2: By so, the way, I'm giving uh, Memphis an L in that Bowling Green game. a game for him. It's a tough game, it game. All
1: right. I'm on my way to an undefeated season for the Memphis Tigers, Um, going to the college football playoffs so far. 9-24 against Cincinnati at home. This one's got to be one of the toughest games of the year, and it's when the home schedule – that's a good home schedule this year for the Tigers. Great home schedule. And the tickets are so cheap, and you can still get $5 tickets for the first game of the year at Kroger. I don't want everybody to go buy one because I still got to get mine. But – uh, they do have $5 tickets again this year for the first game. Can't wait for September 5th. But September 24th, Cincinnati. Uh, is that – am I looking at my calendar right? Is that a Saturday or not a Saturday? Because I know they
2: better – Thursday. It's the Thursday. That's the Thursday, the Thursday night game. game.
1: That's the Thursday night game. Yes. Okay, Thursday so
2: that's, night ESPN game.
1: That looks like a loss, right?
2: Uh, you know, um, I, I think it's going to be a win because, um, you know, you're going to have that trap game loss, in my opinion, that you're going to have to bowl in green. And it's going to kind of snap them back into reality. And then coming back home, the fans are still going to be excited from those first two wins, especially the one at Kansas. And uh, it's, it's going to be a big game Thursday night ESPN. You're going to have a pretty nice crowd there. So I'm going to give Memphis a, a, a W for that one.
1: So many good games to get hyped about uh, this season if you're a Tiger football fan. Because the first game of the year you're going to get hyped about no matter what, right? So that's a good throwaway Missouri State game. You have Cincinnati, a longtime rival of the University of Memphis at home. Uh, You have Ole Miss, a longtime rival, of course, in the SEC game at home. You've got Navy, a team that rarely visits Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium at home. uh, And... I, I, this is a great home schedule. Okay, so uh, October second, South Flo- at South Florida. I'm saying that's a win. South Florida is not the South Florida uh, that we knew before. What do you got? Yeah, I'm giving Florida. them a
2: win. I'm, yeah, I'm giving them a win also.
1: And then Ole Miss at home. We're going to give them a nice uh, loss against the Ole Miss Rebels. It uh, could be a good game against the University of Mississippi on the 17th of October. But I think we both agree. Um, I think Ole no, Miss.
0: No, you don't. Go
2: with a win. Marcus is... the Ole Miss Rebels. Of that's course you are. That's going to be Justin Fuente's signature win that's going to put him on the map as the next coach uh, to hire for your football team and your program. I think that's going to be a win. Listen, it's not like Ole Miss really destroyed Memphis last year. People, you know, I, I think that people really underestimate the fact that Ole Miss is still going to be looking for a quarterback. You know, they're still trying to break in a new quarterback. So it's going to be... Ole Miss is not going to be having, having the, you know, great season that... Uh, people are predicting to have off the bat. Now, towards the end of the year, will they start getting some wins? Yes, but I think early on, the Ole Miss Rebels will be in a a situation where they could slip up and have a team slip up on them and uh, take them down.
1: That game will be broadcast live right here on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM from, live from Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. That's going to be awesome. It has been, it just seems like it has been years since there has been a great home game at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. You've had good games and you've had good moments last year, winning the conference and things like that, but to have on the schedule an SEC opponent coming in with the Tigers playing as good as they are playing, this game on October 17th is going to be awesome. The crowd is going to be bonkers. It is going to be 50,000 people at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium.
3: All right, Here's a quick little scenario right now. Memphis All right. 5-0 and going into Ole Miss. Ole Miss 5-0, and top 10, Memphis in the top 25. Chances of ESPN College Game Day at the Liberty Bowl.
1: That's good. That is your College Game Day day. Well,
2: that would be, um, you know, I think that if that happened, I think College Game Day would have to go to the Liberty Bowl.
1: I don't know. You have to look at the – what else? Who's playing October 17th? Uh, October seventeenth in the SEC, you have Alabama, Texas A and M, you have Auburn, Kentucky, Florida, LSU, Georgia, Missouri. Uh, bu- 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 Mississippi State's got a cupcake against Louisiana Tech, Vanderbilt, South Carolina. So those are your SEC games. Not that big, right? Not that big. Florida, LSU, of course, is a, a maybe one would be picked up by CBS by that point, right? Because CBS will get pick it, get to pick first, and that's your best one. Um, and who knows where those two teams will even be at? And if not Georgia, Florida, Georgia, Missouri is going to be a good game because that is the battle of the East. That probably gets picked up by CBS possibly as well come October. Uh, so yeah, you could, you could. That would be awesome. But that's your one chance. Your one chance for a long time. But that that means Ole Miss, which we're going to pick the Ole Miss schedule here momentarily. But that means Ole Miss has got to run the table.
2: Yeah, they would have to beat Alabama and yeah. Florida before that game.
1: Right. They'd have to beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Yeah,
2: and Florida in Gainesville. Even right. though Florida may not be great this year, they still going to be a tough It's still the
1: swamp. It's still the swamp.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, back to the Tiger schedule. We've got at Tulsa. I'm giving them a win at Tulsa.
2: Yeah, a win at Tulsa.
1: And then they're home against Tulane, that's a win, right? I mean, outside that big fluke a couple years ago, they don't really lose to Tulane. Uh, home against Navy. That's an interesting one. That is an interesting one, and another good opponent and another game. Marcus, you say the signature win can be against Ole Miss, but the Navy win is not going to fly under the radar either. And I've got another win.
2: Uh, unfortunately, I have a loss of that Navy game, you know, I just think that the style of play that Navy has is going to be uh, this one that the Tigers aren't going to be necessarily ready for, and. After ruling off all of those wins in a row, I mean, there's you know there's they're not Alabama. I mean, they they're going to slip up somewhere, and I think that's one of those games where they could definitely have a slip.
1: So you got a, a loss against uh, Navy at Houston's where I'm getting the slip up loss, uh, say travel back on the road against Houston. Tigers just don't ever uh, really play well against the University of Houston. You've got a winner or a loss against Houston. I have a
2: loss against the University of Houston.
1: And then we've got at Temple the next week uh, as we approach Thanksgiving.
2: I want to give them a win there.
1: A win at Temple? I think they can win at Temple as well. You're talking this is the end of the season, lots of pressure on the team now. Considering that they're all healthy, you're looking Thanksgiving weekend against SMU at home, Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. I'm giving them another win.
2: Yeah, I'm going to give them a win because I think that game is going to be – for the AAC championship game, for the Tigers to get in, I don't think if they have an opportunity to get into the AAC championship game at home, I don't think they're going to blow it. So
1: you're saying a Tiger season of nine and three, and I'm ten and two for your Memphis Tigers. CJ, your thoughts or that? Is that are we are we picking are we picking the Tigers too much? No, right right where I have them, nine and three. 9-3 and three is Marcus yep. Pick. I said 10-2. and two. Hey, it could be a magical year. It, I'm saying they lose to Ole Miss, but, Marcus, you said they are going to win at Ole Miss. I'm saying they're beating Navy. You said they're going to lose. They could win every game when you look at this. If you look at, okay, this is the AAC uh, co-champs from last year, the Miami Beach Bowl uh, ch- winners in both the brawl and the game, and you look at the schedule They can win every one of these games. That just doesn't happen that much in college football. So you have to have a magical year and an awesome year from Paxton Lynch. But they could throw W's out all the way
3: from September 5th to November 28th. And when is the last time anybody felt comfortable with saying that about a Tigers football season? A Memphis Tigers football season.
1: Right. But could this just be a uh a it could be a, a year of disappointment too. Like we talk about in one way they could go all wins, but it could also be a year of they can't live up to the expectations. Paxton Lynch can't live up to the pressure. That's a, that's a strong possibility.
3: It, even at their worst though, I think worst case scenario 7 and 5, which is still for where this program. Right. Tigers are The Tigers, are, go, the
1: Tigers right. are going bowling. Like, if they don't go bowling, it's going to be a shocker. You want to make sure they get to a better bowl than New Orleans or Birmingham, and hopefully they're able to get to a better bowl than one of those. Because there's nothing worse in college football to me, because we had to experience it here before the Porter era of the Tommy West years. There was nothing worse than the mediocre going to some boring lower-level bowl every year and not really... Doing anything impressive, not winning the conference, not doing any like it got boring. Yes, the first New Orleans Bowl with Angelo was one of the greatest sports moments in the history of the city, but once you go to the New Orleans Bowl five times, uh, it's not the same. Well, I mean, four bowl games in five years is a whole lot better than the last fifteen years prior to that. I don't want to see. I don't want to see a college football team stuck going to mediocre bowl games. It's not. It's not fun. It's not fun. You want to do something different. Would you rather not go bowling at all? Uh, you know, because then that means you get a new coach. You might need a new coach if your coach keeps bringing you to the New Orleans Bowl or the Birmingham Bowl every year. We'll
2: are you see. talking about Tommy? Are you, are you talking about Tommy right there?
1: Yeah, Tommy Ray, Tommy West, most, over, most overrated <laughs> football coach in the history of the University of Memphis, hands I, down, I, no. without question. He brought the, that program uh, back to life. I love to play. The, I love to play. Uh, you know, the, the game where it's. What if you gave this roster to this coach? You give Justin Fuente D'Angelo Williams, Danny Wimprine, and Steven Gaskowski they do not lose a game. They don't lose a game with that roster. He doesn't he just doesn't it does not happen. So I I believe that. I, Tommy West was overrated. He had the best players in school history and that's why they did well, well and then I mean, he got he was
2: the guy who got the best players. I mean you have to be a guy that can get the players.
1: Hey, then he got. Then he got paid. We well, got to have a guy like D'Angelo who comes around once in a blue moon from Wynn, Arkansas, right? You know, if you if you get a, a player of that caliber who gets his weather from Dave Brown, then you're going to uh, have a chance to get him. So, but anyway, but uh, but not, not what I was saying, I do not the mediocre years that followed after the D'Angelo, Stephen Gascosky, and Wimperon years. Uh, that Tommy West led were not exciting. Nobody wants to go to those games and see you, see you play in those games. You got to got to excel. No. You got to do something impressive.
2: Yeah, you... I, I remember um, that uh, bowl game they played. Uh, it was down in Tampa. Uh, I don't think uh, any of the television media even went to that game. I mean, they had gotten to the point where the, the bowl games were so mediocre that nobody even cared, even the uh, local media.
1: All right, let's go real fast through Ole Miss schedule. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, UT Martin week one. We got a W. Uh, yep. Right? And then yep. we, we've got Fresno State in Oxford week two. I think you got another win there, right? This whole Miss yep. team is not losing to Fresno State. Then they go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Uh, no way they're winning that one. They might. They might pull it off.
2: They're not going to win that game.
1: Doesn't look good. It does not no. look good. But it may be, because Alabama, again, they had shown who they were last year by the end of the year, and that being not... The Alabama that we thought that they were so, and Ole Miss historically plays Alabama close. Predicting a loss, predicting a loss,
2: but not, but, but not in Tuscaloosa. In Tuscaloosa, they get blown out. At home, they'll play them close. All right. in Tuscaloosa is not necessarily the same story.
1: Vanderbilt week four definitely a win. I wish yeah. that was. I wish that was Thursday night. Uh, Florida and Gangsville, I'm giving them a win on that one. I know you probably aren't.
2: I'm going to, no I'm giving them a win on that one also.
1: Oh, right, you think they're going to do that. So they're going to go into the Memphis game with one loss. We have got Memphis uh, going into the old Miss game with one loss. We both had them going in with one loss. That Memphis possibly uh, yeah, I think we're going to that game with one loss. We both think they're going to have probably one loss before the Memphis game, and then we've got Ole Miss. So you got two teams with, with only one loss in the middle of October playing at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. That is going to be uh, pretty cool, because we've definitely got them beating New Mexico State. I skipped over that one before we got to the Memphis game, October 10th. A wild schedule for Ole Miss. They don't have their bye week till November. They've got Texas A&M on the 24th. I've got Ole Miss winning that one.
2: Uh yes, uh win in that game, yeah.
1: Of course you have them you have them uh losing to Memphis. So right now um you have them uh, with with one more loss than me. Uh, a and ms overrated. Uh, I expect them at the bottom of, of the SEC. Yeah. Uh, they might be the ones They're to not to knock Mississippi State out of the bottom. <laughs> the where Mississippi State is projected. Uh, oh wow! Auburn on the thirty first. You got a loss, a Halloween game against Auburn Tigers. I'll go ahead and spoil it. Auburn's my pick to win the SEC. Uh, October thirty first. Auburn wins that one. November seven against Arkansas in Oxford, that could be a loss, right?
2: I'm down for a loss in that one as well.
1: So, not looking good towards the end of the year for Ole Miss. Um, and then the bye week on the fourteenth, they got LSU in Oxford. I'm thinking a win. I don't think. I think we've got another. Yeah. We're getting close to a possible coaching chains in in Baton Rouge. And then the Egg Bowl at the end of the year, Ole Miss is winning that one. Yeah, come on, dude.
2: It's gonna be Mississippi State against in Starkville. I mean, after after the way that Ole Miss pretty much disrupted mississippi state's season last year and their hopes and dreams of getting into that final four mississippi state's not gonna let that happen two years in a row because i think mississippi state's gonna have another uh, pretty successful season i know a lot of, i know i know they're picked to be last not even in the uh top 25 which i feel is ridiculous but um people better watch out for mississippi state because trust me the bulldogs uh, know all the chatter and they and they've seen the polls and they're ready to prove everybody wrong
1: all right, so Ole Miss, you got them losing to Alabama, Memphis, Auburn, Arkansas, and Mississippi State. You have yeah. five losses. And I've I got, told you,
2: I don't – I mean, they're breaking in a new quarterback. I don't think yeah. Ole Miss – And we saw what the they team, did with the veteran team. quarterback last right? year. Yeah, exactly.
1: So Al, 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 I've got them losing to uh, Alabama, Auburn, Arkansas. So I've got only three losses. you got five. Of course, that makes sense since you – You're the Mississippi State Homer. I am the Miss Homer. Makes sense, Uh, but it should be an interesting year. I don't think Ole Miss or Mississippi State are going to be as bad as people are projecting. A lot of folks are projecting them to be pretty bad, Uh, which brings us to our SEC predictions. Um, Yeah, Memphis. We both have Memphis going to a bowl game. So let's look at the SEC. Who do you have uh, playing in the SEC championship?
2: Well, you know me. I'm going to.
1: No, no, you're not.
2: What do you mean? No, I'm not. I'm Okay, the SEC championship, I'm thinking the SEC championship game is going to be a rematch. I think we're going to have Mississippi State-Tennessee SEC championship back.
3: What are you smoking on this morning? It's too early for that, Marcus.
2: What are you talking about? This is, why is that such a far-fetched idea?
3: Uh, because Tennessee's offensive line is still... Shaky at best. We don't know if Dobbs but, can complete a pass with defense the easy, from the pocket. The, the, he can. He's great easy, outside the, the great. pocket. We don't know what he can do inside the pocket. And then outside of Dak Prescott, who does Mississippi State have on the offensive side of the ball? Okay, okay. So, uh, CJ, run don't, your don't your even.
2: We're not entertaining don't this. We're not. We're not entertaining this.
3: We
1: will put out a word of caution to our listeners in the state of Mississippi. Apparently, you need to, you need to boil your water before you drink it. There's something. In the, all the right. water in Mississippi. Uh, so we're going to just go ahead and say boil your water before you drink it right now if no, you no, live in the state no, of Mississippi. Because there's something in Marcus's. There's something in Marcus's. What?
2: Boil well, water around here do pop up They all do. All the time. I mean, because, and I think weekend. you
1: skipped one because that is Damn. absurd, Marcus. Uh, <laughs> Auburn, Georgia, in the SEC Championship. I've got Auburn winning that one. But okay, here's the thing. I wanted to pick Georgia so bad. Because it does seem like Georgia is set up once again to uh, be the favorite, but they never perform right. We'll watch Missouri go to the championship because that's what they do every year. We underestimate Missouri uh, for the past few years. I said they didn't deserve to be in the SEC, uh, but they have proven that they deserve to be in the SEC East for sure, and uh, they'll go to the they'll have a good chance to go to the championship game. I wouldn't be surprised. But I've got
3: Georgia put my money back on the uh, the Walking Dead state. No team since 2007 has more divisional titles than Missouri.
1: Missouri's good. Missouri, uh, they they have capitalized on being in a weak east of the SEC for sure. And uh, but Marcus, that is an absurd prediction. All right, let's go. Hold on, hold on,
2: wait, 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 wait. So you're saying that Missouri can capitalize in, from being in a weak east, but Tennessee can't? That's I don't, think, the they're right. I don't is, think they're right. Missouri is because saying. Missouri
3: is better than Tennessee. Missouri has been doing. Uh,
2: Missouri
1: has has been ch- proving it. Tennessee, uh, yes, Tennessee's got Georgia at home, but they've got to go to Tuscaloosa too and play Alabama, um, and they do outside of that have a winnable season. Towards the end of the year, they got to beat Missouri. So maybe that okay. game we're talking November twenty first in Columbia. It's Tennessee versus Missouri, two okay. states. You got to look
2: at the schedule. I look at Tennessee's schedule. Their schedule is right for a run to win the East.
1: Oh, I, possibly so, but. Uh, Possibly so. They could. Because, I mean, losing to Alabama is not going to impact uh, that. Nope. And they do have Mississippi State at home. And, you know, that helps. Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> actually, actually, I'm looking at that. This Missouri has them at home. Tennessee. Does, Tennessee, uh, uh, Tennessee. Tennessee.
2: Tennessee, Tennessee.
4: They got yeah,
1: Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, they got Oklahoma and Knoxville. They got Oklahoma and Knoxville. Uh, that, that's going to be a fun game week, too. Hey, everybody in the state of Tennessee wants to see Tennessee improve. And Tennessee and Arkansas both. And that's what I watch for every year. And I hope one of those two teams pulls out of the pack and competes. Uh, But the chances of it, it doesn't look good right now. Maybe they'll prove us wrong. That's what's so exciting about the start of the college football season, which starts in five days. Marcus, our predictions are locked in. Uh, Looking forward to uh, talking with you on Saturdays through this college football season. Everybody follow Marcus on Twitter at Marcus underscore underscore Hunter and on Instagram as well. Any final, right, word, inter, any final words, Mr. Sweet T? You
2: know, they call me Marcus the Magnificent, and uh, I would just love to uh, play this conversation back at the end of the year. We will. If that championship game does end up being Mississippi State-Tennessee. Oh, we Let's will play. play this back. We're we, going to we play will. this
3: back no matter who wins, <laughs> just so you can hear how foolish you sound.
1: Yeah, all right. All right, thanks, Marcus. All right, guys, Holla back all right those are your trending topics for this week uh, before we go to break though cj if you will tell can you tell our listeners how they can get in touch with the show
3: thanks kevin we are on a wide variety of social networks you can get in contact with the show on twitter kevin is at cerrito cj is at Conradicalness, and drew is at d barrett 36 the show is also on instagram at Conradicalness, at Kevin Cerrito, and at DBarrett1236. Like us on Facebook, facebook facebook.com backslash Cerrito Live, and follow us on Snapchat and Periscope. Get in touch with the show via email, Live at gmail.com. And remember, you can call into the show at noon for Hang Up and Listen, 3608255, and you can always text us at the Sports 56 text line at 67129.
1: Alright, thank you, CJ. When we come back we're going to talk to Kevin Lipe a little bit later on. We're playing Hang Up, but listen, we've got an action-packed special three-hour edition of the program today. You're listening to Cerrito Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 877-FM.
0: Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Ow! Welcome
1: back on this last Saturday before the college football season. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Fox & Hound Sanderland. It's the place to have your fantasy draft party at Fox & Hound Sanderland. You can get over $200 worth of free rewards just for having your fantasy draft party at Fox & Hound. In Hound. Here's what you do. You call Nicky, uh, 901-763-2013. That's 901-763-2013. I guess what you have, like, we have two, you have two more weeks before your fantasy football, uh, a little over two weeks before you lock in your fantasy football roster. We had our party there last week. Ours is a little early. CJ's a little upset about it.
3: A lot early. It was, so it was early. too
1: early. Ours was too early. I, I mean,
3: it was early. We've had a couple injuries since then a whole heap of injuries and suspensions. I was, thank God I didn't draft Martavius Bryant because he was going to be my wide receiver number two. But now he's out because he has, you know, substance abuse issues as well. It seems like everybody has a substance abuse issue.
1: Everybody on your roster has a on CJ's roster issue.
3: (laughs) Not funny. My roster, that's a roster of champions. Uh, You don't want to
1: draft people with issues. Who did you draft as your quarterback? Your starting quarterback. Your QB number one. Who is it?
3: Big Ben. Then Roethlisberger. Okay, does he not have any issues that have happened before and could come up again? If they come up again, I drafted Teddy Bridgewater just in case. Oh, All Jesus. I'm saying is, you're if they come gonna, up, you're gonna then be it's a, too late for me to make gonna a change. Be,
1: you're going to be last place. Um, but we had we had a blast last week where we did decide the CJ is officially last in our league last year. And Terrible not our, decision. And Who not do I have Kevin to talk to Mike. to appeal
3: that. Nobody was it. Everybody, th- it was last week. That was it. There's like there's that was your appeal. There's no appeal to the appeal. No, can I take it to the circuit court judge or something like that? No, no.
1: The last uh, place team in our league it gets a, a toilet seat, and this year the winning team will be able to pick the Twitter avatar of the losing team and uh for what a week, how long should they be able to have control of the Twitter avatar?
3: until the next fantasy football season. Oh,
1: that's a whole long time. That's a whole long time. Uh, but you have your party at Fox and Howe. We had ours there last week. It was oodles of fun. Uh, you get $50 signing bonus just for signing up. So you get to, to dine on all of their, uh, uh, delicious food while you have your draft. So you get 50 bucks a worth of food at your draft. We had, uh, orders and orders of wings and appetizer sampler uh, when we were there and plus you get rewards your people on your team uh, we all got koozies we all got koozies and you get other awards throughout uh, the football season on your all-star card at fox and hound it's the place to have your party over two hundred dollars worth of free rewards just for hanging out at fox and hound Sandlin. and we got the breaking news fox and hound is going smoke-free later on in september they're going to be adding a patio uh, at fox and hound Sandlin. Uh it's going to be the place to be throughout the football season That's it's Fox and Hound on Sailor and find them at Facebook.com slash Fox and Hound Memphis. And call Nikki, 901 763 2013, to book your fantasy football party with them. Good times await. Every week in the 11 o'clock hour, we catch up with Kevin Life, the Grizzlies rider from the Memphis Flyer, and he joins us now. What's up, Lipe? Only the second-worst team in our fantasy football team- league last year.
4: Hey, well, uh, you know, I was smart enough to let the computer pick my team for me this year, uh, figured, after last year's performance. And, uh, you know, I just it, it would be better if someone else chose my team. So I, I let the, uh, the brilliant bank of computers at ESPN do it for me this year.
1: Yeah, your roster looks your roster looks pretty good. Uh okay, Lipe, let's uh get into some Grizzlies news happening this week. Uh, as far as something that we always uh think is very important, and that is the Grizzlies regional presence. So they announced their caravan schedule and it's just like they were listening to our show and heard every city we named and that's where they're going.
4: Well, you know, we are uh we are real movers and shakers in this town, and uh <laughs> you know what we say matters. So uh, yeah, the, you know, the Grizzlies regional outreach stuff, We, in the past we've talked about how it's kind of hampered by the fact that uh, the Grizzlies lease with FedEx Forum means they have to play 45 home games a year. Uh, they're basically guaranteeing the Forum that they're going to play four preseason games at home every year, and that means if they want to play somewhere out of town, the other team has to be willing to be the home team. Uh, which, you know, which means it's less likely that they're going to be able to play a preseason game somewhere like Little Rock or like Nashville or like Jack sippy because what other team are they going to find? You know, like the Hawks aren't going to, aren't going to want to be the home team in Nashville and give up one of their home games. And the Thunder, you know, the Thunder may do it in Little Rock, but it's a kind of a long shot. So it's it, their preseason stuff. They have to get out and get players to these towns. And that's what they kind of do with the Grizz Caravan show up, um, sign on graphs. Uh, make appearances and uh, i think it's really important i think and i think it's really made a difference i think i think their tv numbers kind of reflect the fact that that those marketing efforts have paid off
1: yeah i i love this schedule for their regional caravans which looks like they're going to ballparks they're taking the jeff jarrett wrestling promotion approach and they're going to ballparks uh this year uh and they started little rock last night they were in little rock jordan adams was there uh, tonight they will be in Marcus Hunter country in Jackson, Tennessee. Actually, Jackson, Tennessee tonight. They'll be in Marcus Hunter country tomorrow. Tonight's in Jackson, Tennessee at that ballpark uh, with Jarnell Stokes. Uh, that's a good guy to send yeah. to Jackson, Tennessee, right? Football uh,
4: team formerly known as Memphis Chicks.
1: Right. playing The, the, the Jackson Generals used to be the Chicks. Uh, then Jackson, Mississippi tomorrow. Russ Smith will be there. And then in Memphis... On Monday at AutoZone Park for that big night. We'll talk about that more in just a second. They're in Nashville on Wednesday with Brandon Wright, uh, but they're not going to, that's the only one they're not signed by baseball. They're going to Brentwood Academy. And then they're at Bush Stadium in September. And uh, I think they're probably going to announce some more people there because they don't have who who is listed uh, for that. So they're going, they're hitting up every city that we say there should be a preseason game in. At least they're, they're going to have some type of Grizzly event in all of the major regional cities uh, surrounding uh, Memphis. So that's cool. That's cool. I, I like that. The big one is happening Monday night, though. Right here, it's it's Grizzlies Night. Well, the biggest night of the Grizzly season last year in the regular season was Grizzlies. Uh, it was wrestling night, right, where the Grizzlies embraced yeah. wrestling, which is such a important uh, part of uh, this city. And so the Redbirds are like, well, I guess they could have done wrestling night, but instead they wanted to embrace the other important part of this city, the newer important part of the city, the grit and grind, the Grizzlies. So a pretty smart move, the, the Grizz teaming up with the Redbirds for Monday night.
4: Yeah, you see national, uh, you know, minor league teams around the country doing just crazy promotional stuff with, with like, doing custom jerseys and all this kind of stuff. So for the, for the Redbirds to kind of do Grizzlies colored jerseys and uniforms and stuff, that's, that's really cool. That's a, that seems like that's probably a pretty big, uh, monetary investment on their part, um, to promote the Grizzlies really, um, which is interesting. Um but i I think that's I think it's really cool to see the the redbirds and the grizzlies kind of working together like that um you know it's something that I don't think they've really done before, and you know the redbirds uh kind of need all the help they can get with with promotion and attendance and stuff given kind of the issues with that they've had lately so uh, I think it's really cool for the you know the grizzlies to get a shout out to baseball fans that may not be into basketball and um, for the Redbirds to kind of get a boost, civic, you know, civic boost from the Grizzlies. I just think that's cool. To see those two; those two organizations should work together more than they do, and um, I think that's cool. I think it's great for the city.
1: Right. They are in the home stretch now of the Redbirds season. Uh, the weather has been just amazing, so hopefully that keeps up. Right. So Monday will be a good night yeah. for some baseball, and you can go to AutoZone Park and watch the. Watch uh, your favorite Grizzlies out there with the Redbirds and then go home and watch Dave Brown's last episode of Action News 5 uh, later on. It's a big Monday night in this city. Tony Allen will be there to meet and greet, and I believe he's throwing out the first pitch, right? Are we going to see that? I think so. Baseball emoji?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think he is. I, I can't remember.
1: Okay, and they're all wearing. Uh, they're all going to wear commemorative Grizzlies uh, jerseys. I think that's really the coolest part when this announcement uh, of this night just happened last last week. But it says a lot about the. It says a lot about the Grizzlies, and we'll see how successful this night goes. And I'm sure it'll be one of the highest intended nights at, at AutoZone Park of the season, and you know a non fireworks Saturday night because it's a Monday night game. You were saying like it'll uh, put the Grizzlies in front of baseball fans. But the attendance was not going to be that great on Monday night on Monday night during the school year at the end of the season at autozone Park. Yeah, that's true. so I think probably most of the people there will be the people going because it's it's Grizzlies uh Grizzlies night and it does say a lot though about the Grizzlies that the, that the that they are considered like you team up with the Grizzlies this is going to be your big draw of the level of Grizzlies teaming up with professional wrestling to make that their big night but the Grizzlies are now up there and they're getting up there with professional wrestling as being something that's just in the fabric of uh the city of memphis
4: yeah and you know like 10 years i guess 15 years ago now when the grizzlies came to town um that was kind of the hope right was that eventually um this would be kind of a um you know this would be this would be a thing that people think about memphis and they think oh yeah the grizzlies um and something that people in memphis um you know it, that it's a part of their lives. That's that's besides the monetary benefit of having a pro sports team, which you know there have been studies, pro and con for that. You know how much they really provide an economic boost. um... Just the 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 ability for everybody to have something in common to to um, you know to talk about and to to love together and to be into together. I think I think that is the reason that you want to have a pro sports team in your town and. Um, you know, the Grizzlies, uh, thanks to the success they've had recently and, and, and they finally, they finally got, you know, it's, it's, it's our thing. Um, and that's, it's, it's what it's done, I think, for the, for people's pride in the city they're from, you know, um, which, as you know, is, it, in the past has been an issue with Memphis, you know, kind right. of our, our world famous inferiority complex or whatever. Um, I think it's really kind of changed some attitudes around town and, and, and people from here, you know, walk with their head a little higher because of them and, and, and that's really cool
1: it's, it's a smart move smart move by the Redbirds we want to see wrestling night at the Grizzlies games every year now after that and I'm assuming this is going to be just successful where people are going to be like every year the Redbirds need to do Grizzlies night have a player throw out the first pitch and sign autographs and, and do these jerseys which you can get in a silent auction the the, the special Grizzlies grit and grind jerseys which do look pretty cool uh, but this got me thinking. Like, what if there? Uh, and of course, not only that, they got they got Rick Trotter's going to be there on the PA, and you've got Joey, the regular MC for the Grizzlies, used to be the MC at the Redbirds, and he'll be back uh MCing at the Redbirds game. So, could they do uh Redbirds night at a Grizzlies game? Like,
4: I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? Well, you, you know? would
1: you would have your yeah. your Redbirds jerseys. They would wear the red uh, jerseys. You know the red and yellow bird jerseys, uh, the commemorative uh, red birds jerseys. Uh, I, mean, you I
4: I I don't like the Cardinals enough for that to be okay with me. Right. I'm like, you know, you're you're forgetting I'm the only person in Memphis that doesn't like Cardinals. Oh no, uh, there's plenty of them.
1: There are plenty of them. <laughs> Hang in, hands have raised across the studio here, uh, right now. But uh, I don't know, who, I don't know who the PA announcer is right now. At uh, Redbirds, Maria Gray, our very own Maria Gray, uh five, yeah, five also, stars wide. Maria Starr, I mean, she could be the uh, she could be the MC.
4: I've also come out very strongly against um, organs in basketball arenas.
0: Oh, I hate them. Yeah,
4: even the cool one in Atlanta. I just hate organ music during basketball games. So I think that would be an element of Redbirds night at the Grizzlies, and I'm I, I'm I'm just shooting down all your ideas because I hate organs.
1: Oh yeah, and then you've got. Like, would that mean we'd have to take away the Rendezvous Barbecue nachos for that night at the Grizzlies and have their own nachos for that night?
4: Yeah, the food service ones. Maybe yeah. that is what that would mean.
1: Oh, I, ho- I hope not. I don't know if, I, if Redbirds night at the Grizzlies is a good idea. You could have a seventh-inning stretch. When would you have it?
4: Um, okay, yeah. Maybe the players could chew tobacco during the game. <laughs> <laughs> Be sponsored by Redman. Is that, is that legal anymore?
1: And then fireworks, at, and then fireworks after the Grizzlies game inside of FedEx
4: Forum. They uh, They should have talked to us about this. Yes.
1: Well, it still got a chance. The Grizzlies promotional schedule has not come out yet. So Redbirds night, where they bring in their the no right of Nachos that night at FedEx Forum. The uh, the Cardinal jerseys and the indoor fireworks and chewing tobacco with the players and
4: yeah. skull Skull Bandit night at the at uh, the FedEx Forum. <laughs> Which actually, if you've been to a urinal. Uh, <laughs> FedEx Forum. You know every night at the FedEx Forum is cold banded night in Tennessee. So uh, <laughs> I guess I take that back.
1: All right. Uh, on that note, uh, so Monday, this Monday, uh, I can't be there. Are you planning on going live? Are you going to go check this out?
4: Um, putting you on the know, spot. Honestly. It's, you know, it's family a family function. Yeah, I think we're going to have a lot of out-of-town family in, I don't know. I don't know. It would be good to go, though.
1: I'm confused on the jersey. So you're going to bid on a jersey that is has got the number in the name of a Redbirds player on it, but it just looks like a Grizzlies jersey? Because they got to wear their own numbers and names on their jerseys while they're playing, right? They can't be wearing, like, a Tony Allen jersey. No, they're, uh they they're definitely
4: going to be Redbirds jerseys.
1: Yeah. Sure. Just, just in red, you're bidding on a Redbirds jersey in Grizzlies colors. Yeah. Which is cool. Eh, no, oh, it's awesome! It's awesome. I, the, I love all the Redbirds do an awesome job with alternate jerseys, and throughout the years, their blue jerseys, and now having these, and hopefully, it can you know lead to some other cool ones because we've seen those teams that do the Ninja Turtle nights and the the Saved by the Bell nights, and uh, have all of these. Uh, like we, I want some more '90s pop culture themed jerseys from my Redbirds, and hopefully, they go that way next if this is
4: a success. Other teams yeah, do. do next, they could do like Memphis Showboats nights.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And, why, and why they haven't done the Chicks, I don't know. Um, but well, I don't, They've done Chicks giveaways.
4: The Jackson, the Jackson Generals probably own all those loggers and stuff. Oh, but they have the they, hats they, and stuff. Yeah, they? they've
1: done the hat and other stuff, yeah. <laughs>
4: all I, right, well, well, I have you, all of my uh, plastic helmets that I bought at Chicks games that have Oh, you do? You do ha-
1: <laughs> you have some of that? No, because one of my... Uh, Indie Memphis, the Indie Memphis Film Festival sponsors my movie trivia, and for some reason they had a bunch of chicks hats to, for me to give away uh, at movie trivia, and it's the most popular prize I have given away, I have so many things it's just a, a hat that they had as a giveaway uh, at the games, and I'm giving them away and people are messaging me like, how can I get one of those hats, and I'm like, I think they gave them away years ago at AutoZone Park uh, I only have a couple, and I told them I'd give them away at trivia, you know, so but uh, yeah, chick stuff the, is popular, uh... yeah
4: I have like one of the, you know, you get like the kids fake plastic batting helmet. Like right. uh, I have one of those with the chicks logo on it. And then I also have <laughs> somewhere at my parents' house, I have all the little ice cream bowl helmets. Yes, yes, yes. For all the different like major league teams that they were affiliated with over the years that <laughs> I was going to Chicks. <laughs> so I have like, you know, Florida Marlins one. I have a White Sox one. I think I have a Twins one. I have like five different major league teams that were off <laughs> the Chicks team. Um, so that was pretty interesting.
1: Maybe maybe we'll have the Redbirds do Vancouver throwbacks before the Grizzlies actually do Vancouver Grizzlies throwbacks. <laughs> we can hope for that for next year's that, Grizzlies grit and grind
4: night. That, that may happen. It may happen. Surely, you know they didn't do it for the 20th year of the franchise. Maybe that's in the works for the 25th.
1: We can we can only hope. We can only hope. It's got to happen. I mean, well, you can do it any time. I don't even think it's got to be a year of significance. Yeah. You can do it well, I'm
4: getting my I'm getting my Memphis Sounds throwbacks this year, so I'm going to stop begging them for throwback jerseys. Those, those are those are
1: going to happen for sure. Yeah. All right. I Because I yeah, it,
4: uh, it's the on the, the video catalog. Game well, the Adidas catalog leaked back in the spring, and I okay. got the Grizzlies to confirm it.
1: Okay, so uh, we are getting Sounds throwbacks.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's a definite thing this year.
1: Don't be, it's going to be very confusing for visitors because that is also the name of the the minor league team at. In Nashville. So the, so the, I'm pretty sure the Redbirds will never do a Sounds throwback Grizzlies jersey. Oh, so Nashville night.
4: stole their uh, team name from Memphis, too?
1: Yeah, it's the, Nash, the Nashville <laughs> Sounds for the minor league team, so... Nashville likes to steal, you know, we know that. We'll we'll wait and save the Nashville hate for Greg Akers a little bit later on. But uh all right, Leip, if everybody can catch uh Light's podcast, it's the Beyond the Arc Podcast updated every week. You've had some good ones recently as the off season continues. We Yeah, will... and the
4: blog's gonna start cranking back up too, um, this month. So it's so we're kinda getting back into, into basketball mode, so
1: All right. Check out MemphisFlyer.com to read uh, all life stuff and they'll find the links for the Beyond the Arc podcast. We're off next week. Have a good Labor Day weekend life and we'll talk to you in two weeks.
4: All right. Have a good
1: one. All right. Thanks. That's Kevin Light from the Memphis Flyer at Flyer Grizz blog Grizz with only one Z. We are about to play Hang Up and Listen on the program. The phone number is 360-8255. If you want to get on hold, 360-8255 is the phone number. Which is the part of the show where we, you call in, you talk about whatever you want, as long as you end your phone call with. I'm going to hang up and listen. That's uh, 360-8255. The first caller gets $10 to Ease 24-Hour Cafe and $5 to TCBY. If you're out traveling about this weekend, uh, use Uber. Uber uh, is, is the app you download to your phone, and your ride comes and picks you up within minutes. It's really cool if you've never tried Uber before. Download the Uber app to your phone. You tap a button. They'll come and pick you up. And you know what the best part is you can get a free ride up to twenty dollars if you use my promo code uber cerrito that 's u b e r c e r r i t o that 's uber cerrito you know, type that in the promo code field on the uber app you 'll get a free twenty dollar uh ride which pretty much if you 're traveling around the Memphis area most rides are going to be around uh, definitely less than than twenty dollars unless you 're going from west Memphis to carville that 's going to cost you a little bit more but uh, you can get a good Uh, Get pretty far with $20 on an Uber ride. It's usually faster, cheaper, and more reliable than a taxi. Type in Uber Cerrito on the Uber app. And when you're on your phone, subscribe to this podcast. You'll never miss a moment of the show. Search Cerrito Live on your iTunes, your favorite podcast provider. Subscribe to the show so you never miss any of it. And you get CJ's podcast, The Playing Hurt Podcast, which I've got one up talking about Memphis Madness right now. It's also Drew's podcast, CJ and Drew's podcast. And uh, subscribe to the I Love Memphis podcast at MemphisPodcast.com and on iTunes and your favorite podcast provider. That new one just dropped the other day. We're playing Hang Up and Listen next. 360-8255 is the phone number. We're turning the show over to you. You're listening to Serena Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 877-FM.
0: Are you one of many Memphis-area residents who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weekday nights looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's Trivia Night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like, featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's Journal calls. Kevin Cerrito, quote, a trivia master. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warning, side effects may include winning prizes, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. Now play Trivia with Kevin Cerrito in Overton Square at Schweinhaus. Every Monday night from 8 to 10, down town at tamp and tap every wednesday night from seven to nine and on south main at the green beetle every thursday night from eight to ten